Okay, let's get started. Welcome to Linda's Life Lessons Podcast. As a teaching professor, my students often tell me that their favorite part of class was when I chatted with them in what they called Linda's Life Lessons. I would take five or ten minutes at some point in class, not every day, and chat about things that had come up, maybe in one-on-one meetings with students in my office or a question asked in class. There's pretty much nothing out of bounds. We talk about it. Sometimes students respond right away. Other times, they would reach out to me privately. Some of them are still in touch years later, referring to how something we talked about has stayed with them. I was unaware of how the students referred to the chats until a previous student stopped into my office. He, talking about you, Robert, surprised me by telling me how much he missed me and my chats now that he was finished with my class. I was shocked because he never said a word to me, not until this moment. He was like, well, I learned a ton about finance in your class, but Linda's life lessons were the best. The name stuck. In these podcasts, I share tips for students and parents, helpful guidance through the college years, and a few stories along the way. We chat about situations students have found themselves in and how we navigated it. Along the way, we talk about some do's and don'ts for parents, too. Okay, let's get started. In this episode, we continue our talk about study habits, studying to learn. Today, we take it a step further from the past couple of episodes where we learned the difference between studying and learning, and what the first couple of steps to learning are, and now we'll discuss a plan for you to study so you learn. This means your cramming days are behind you. Won't that be a relief? Now that we're clear on that, let's talk about when you study. A plan for your days. Let's craft a basic plan for you, assuming you're a full-time student. A typical full-time student load is five three-credit classes. Here's an approach to your week with a class that meets three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. You can easily adapt this approach for your classes that meet once or twice a week. On Monday, go to class. I talked about this in an earlier episode. Going to class is an important part of your learning. Plan to study for about half an hour in addition to your time in class. So if you're in class for an hour, you're going to study another half an hour. Total time on that class for the day, an hour and a half. Ideally, your study time will be at some point in your day after you go to class. During your daily study time on the day you go to class, rework the problems, examples, or exercises the professor taught during class. As I talked about in the last episode, rework them without looking at your notes. When you can do them forwards without an error, try working them backwards and see how you do. On the days you have class, with a class that meets three days a week, just reworking the problems until you can do them correctly without looking at your notes is probably enough for your study time. On Tuesday, plan to study for about an hour. Prepare for Wednesday's class by reading the assigned material either reading the first part of a new chapter or the second part of the current chapter, depending on where you are in the syllabus. Use your syllabus for guidance on what you should be working on. It's always a good idea to quickly rework the problems without your notes that you learned in class on Monday, the ones you reworked after class on Monday. This should go quickly, 
and this step will reveal whether you're starting to learn the material. After you've reworked and reviewed Monday's materials, work on any homework assignments that might be due. Your reading, combined with reworking the problems and examples, should prepare you for your homework assignment. If you're at the end of a chapter, work any review problems provided in your textbook. These review problems are always an excellent resource because they're designed to pull together the important concepts from the chapter. They're ideal because the solution is always provided for you. The big thing here is to cover up the solution. Do the problem, then check your work. I promise you, if you look over the problem and look at the solution without actually doing it, you're once again going to fall into the trap of fooling yourself into believing that you know the material. Cover the solution, do the problem, check your work. Doing this is going to show you what you do and maybe don't know. If you have trouble with either reworking the problems and examples or with the assignment problems or the review problems, reach out to your professor or teaching assistant. If your professor has office hours, use them. Go see them and get some help. Wednesday is just like Monday. Go to class. Plan to study for about half an hour in addition to your class time. Ideally, your study time will be at some point in your day after you go to class. Rework the problems, examples, or exercises the professor taught during class. Rework them without looking at your notes. When you can do them forwards without an error, try working on them backwards and see how you do. For today, just reworking the problems until you can do them correctly without looking at your notes is enough for your study time. Thursday, just like Tuesday. Plan to study for an hour. Prepare for Friday's class by reading the assigned material, either reading the first part of a new chapter or the second part of the current chapter, depending on where you are in the syllabus. Use your syllabus for guidance in what you should be working on. It's always a good idea to quickly rework the problems without your notes that you learned in class on Wednesday and the ones that you reworked after class on Wednesday. This should go quickly, and this step's going to reveal whether you're starting to learn the material. After you've reworked and reviewed Wednesday's materials, work on any homework assignments that might be due. Your reading, combined with reworking the problems and examples, should prepare you for your homework assignment. If you were having trouble with problems from earlier in the week, it's probably not a bad idea to review those as well. If you're at the end of a chapter, work the review problems at the end of a chapter of your text. These review problems are an excellent resource. Don't ignore them. They're designed to pull everything together from the chapter. I can't tell you how many times on an exam... An exam question is very similar to problems from the review at the end of a chapter. The beauty of these review problems is that the solution is provided for you. But you have to be sure to cover it up. Do the problem, then check your work. A reminder of the trap students often fall into is that if you look over the problem and just look at the solution without really working through the problem, you're going to fool yourself into believing that you know the material. Cover the solution. Do the problem. Check your work. Now you know what you do or don't know. If you have trouble with any of the problems and examples, with the assignment problems, or with the review problems, you now have an invitation to go see your professor or teaching assistant. Use your resources to get some help. 
They'll be thrilled because you will know exactly what you don't understand. That is hugely powerful and, frankly, really impressive. Friday is just like Monday and Wednesday. No, you don't get to skip this step because it's Friday. Do your work. Guess what? If you follow this plan, you get your weekends off from your student work. How cool is that? So, go to class. You might need to plan and study a bit longer than on Monday and Wednesday, depending on what is due next Monday. Ideally, your study time will be at some point in your day after you go to class. Rework the problems, examples, or exercises the professor taught during class. Rework them without looking at your notes. When you can do them forwards without an error, try working them backwards and see how you do. While everything is fresh in your mind, do any homework that is assigned for Monday's class, and, if needed, read the material to prepare for class. About the weekend. If you follow this plan, you typically won't need to study over the weekend. If you have an exam coming up or didn't put in the full-time studying on Friday, hey, it happens, study for about an hour over the weekend. This is the time to work on any material that you've had trouble with. It's a great time to review what you did last week and to get ready for the week to come. Taking time each day to review and work in this manner means that you are learning the material, which means that preparing for exams should only require time spent reworking review problems and just general review questions. If you take this daily approach to working on each class, you should be in very good shape for exams and quizzes and will need very little extra study time to prepare for exams, perhaps just an extra hour or so. That's because you'll have built a foundation for your learning. Isn't that cool? If your class is a writing class, you work on your writing assignments rather than the problems. The strategy is largely the same. Let's talk about time constraints and studying, the full-time student plan. Students sometimes complain that my study plan is not realistic because they cannot possibly work on each class every day. Let's think about this. If you're going to school full-time, then school is your full-time job. This means that you should plan to spend 40 hours per week on your going-to-school job. Your work week is Monday through Friday. Your other activities get scheduled around the 40 hours you need to spend on being a student. Set up your schedule in your Google or another calendar. Block out 40 hours of class and study time Monday through Friday, 8 hours each day. Five days in your 40-hour work week mean your work days are eight hours long. If you have 15 credits, you're typically in class for 15 hours, potentially more if you have labs. So attending class means you've worked 15 hours. This means you have 25 hours left to work before you've worked the full week. So now you need to plan 25 hours of study time. Allow time for lunch, dinner, and your regular activities such as working out or Monday night football that you always watch, any hours you spend working a different part-time job, all of it needs to be scheduled in. Like any full-time job, you don't get to play until you've put in your eight hours for the day. Use your phone to schedule your time to help you plan your schedule. Set it to give you reminders for your activities. When you utilize the 40 hours per week strategy that I just outlined, You've earned the time to go out with friends, watch movies, play video games, whatever, 
and you won't have that awful, guilty, squidgy, horrible feeling of, ugh, I should be studying, not having this fun. In the next episode, we'll talk more about your schedule, how to stick to it, and why having a schedule really benefits you as a person. It really makes a difference, honestly. Before we close for today, I'm going to share a few comments with you from some of my students. The learning strategies I've been sharing with you have made a big difference for them. They're strategies that work for pretty much every class and every schedule. Put them to work and see what a difference it can make for you, too. I can't explain the difference, I feel, just from taking your class. By the end of the semester, I was getting better grades in all of my classes just by using the learning techniques you taught me. And from another student, I can say that I actually learned material in your class, unlike many classes. You definitely prepared me for my future classes. There's more to come in next week's episode. I hope you have found value in this chat about your study plan for learning. If you want to hear more from me, subscribe to my weekly newsletter by clicking the newsletter link in the show notes. If you feel like you need to make some changes in what you're doing, click on the learning strategy link in the show notes. It'll take you to a free checklist of my learning strategies and tips. Also, if you would like me to work with you on some one-on-one coaching to, to help you out and get things sorted out, go to the coaching link in the show notes. My schedule stays pretty booked, so you might have to get on the wait list. If that's the case, I'll be in touch as soon as I have another opening. May I ask a favor? If you found today's chat meaningful, please subscribe to the Linda's Life Lessons podcast and tell your friends about this episode. Take a moment to write a review. Connect with me on Facebook or Instagram, and be sure to check out the show notes. Thank you. I'll see you next time. When I'm teaching, I end the week of classes with this message that I will now leave with you, my friend. Have a lovely, fantastic, and fun weekend, and please come back to me safely. See you next time.